What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Cookies and Beer. What's up, what's up, what's up? How's it going? How's it going? It's really fucking hot out and all I want to do is go sit by the pool. Hey, sit by the pool. Hey. But it's closed because they're communists and they believe that you shouldn't use it. Dude, I don't know if I talked about this last week or not, but I fucking hate rules now. I swear, dude. When I was younger, I thought I really didn't like, like, fuck the system, dude, and all that, you know, rage against the machine and all that shit. And then usually when you get older, I mean, not always, but when you get older, you're, there's, there's a part of you where you're just like, no, man, rules are good. You got to have structure, which you do. But then there's dumbass rules like this one with my apartment complex. Somebody brought glass at the pool for 4th of July weekend beer bottles, whatever, everyone goes to bed, wake up to an email that says the pool's closed for the whole week, because the maintenance people found glass by the pool, and for safety, we have to close it for a whole week, because we don't want you guys to have fun, no, I, I understand, I get it, I get it that they're trying to like make sure there's no glass in the pool, that people don't get, you know, Sideswiped by a you know broken Corona bottle, like I I understand that part, but the wild thing is that two days in Monday and Tuesday, there wasn't anybody even working on the pool, and there's no automatic pool cleaner. So if there's glass there, it's just sitting at the bottom. So like, what what is that doing? How is that helping anything? So they're basically doing it as punishment, and I I'm. Whatever, dude. If you if you if you don't want glass right by the pool, completely fine. I I I'm actually kind of on board with it because I don't want to I don't want to know if there's glass in there. I don't want to be wondering if there's glass floating around. I just want to go fucking float and eat my fucking you know Cheeto puffs and drink a Michelob Ultra and just do do me. But they closed it for a whole week and they did it as punishment for sure. And they like had like a, a sign on like the gates and they had a, um, they had like a chain locked. Like they like locked the gate with a chain and a lock and all that. I was like, bro, it's like a fucking lockout in the NBA. They just like put the chains over the doors that have the, uh, into the gymnasium. They're like, nope, can't do it. Strike. We're going on strike. That's what, that's basically what it was like. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't have been a punishment. I, it, that's fine. I I understand. Let's meet in the middle. But that's that's what they did. What they continue to do. This is this. It's like, what is it like? It's like if if a kid farts in class and gets caught as punishment, you're not gonna just burn the school down. Is that going to make the kid fart any less? No, he's going to move to a new school and fart there. Wait for the school to be rebuilt after it burns down. First day of school, fart. Dude, Cheeto Puffs, I know I talked about them earlier. Oh my God. 
I forgot how amazing Cheeto Puffs were. What the fuck are in those things? What are in Cheeto Puffs? Do I even want to know? Cheeto Puffs Puff Ingredient. It's going to be like enriched cornmeal. Dude, I couldn't, I can't pronounce 80% of these words. Holy fuck. But they're gluten-free, dude. <laughs> so, so they must be good. It must be good for you. It's funny, man. Back in uh, high school, or maybe it was after high school. I think it was after high school. It doesn't matter. I had these friends that were vegan, this couple, and... Um, you know, we, we would go over and we'd get high and, you know, have a few beers and we'd get DoorDash. And there was always that that conversation because I'm not vegan. I never will be. I think it's insane. But if you want to do it, do you. I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying I don't want to. I don't I don't get yellow. I don't get yellow cars or I don't get, you know, I don't get um, white people wear headbands when they're not playing basketball or tennis. Like I don't get I don't get a lot of shit. But I'm not going to sit here and say it bad. But I don't know if there's crystal meth in these things. I don't know if because I can't like. The thing is, though, that it's not these Cheeto Puffs. These ones look different. These are like the. They're like Cheeto Puff. A bag. Let me see. Because now that I'm looking at them, these are these are different than what I have had. I fucking murked them. I I've been just blowing through bought for through bags of Cheeto Puffs. Um, right here, simply Cheeto Puffs, pure deliciousness. White cheddar. It's the white cheddar ones. That's why. White cheddar Cheeto Puffs. Fuck you. I'm a huge fan, as you guys know, of Cool Ranch Doritos. Those are probably still my number one, but these might be a number two or maybe Cool Ranch Doritos is getting dethroned. Maybe that's going to be my new number two and Cheeto Puffs are going to fucking slide up. You know? Dude, you know what I heard the other night? My girlfriend and I were talking about this. She's the one who told me about this and I was shocked. Have you guys heard of this Teletubbies theory? Dude, so there's a theory out there. I wish I would have saved the video because... Here we go. Um, they're... The Teletubbies are weird. If you don't know what the Teletubbies are, congratulations. You're very successful. But if you know who they are, you know how weird they look. If you don't know who they are, just Google them and you'll be freaked out. It was, it was a kid show in like the 90s or 2000s. It made no sense and it was just a bunch of like weird fucking looking creatures and they had TVs in their stomach and it was like a something out of Black Mirror. It wasn't very fun, but kids loved it and they made a lot of money. But then apparently there's some something that popped up. I don't know if it was like on TikTok or what it was, but it basically says, I'm trying to find it. Um, Teletubbies follows four differently colored humanoid beings with screens in their bellies. The names are Tinky Winky, which is ridiculous, Dipsy, ridiculous, Lala, ridiculous, and Poe, equally ridiculous. And they exist in a peacefully grassy field and get all sorts of antics between them and their many robotic companions. And then there's like a, they have the sun 
is like a baby and it like giggles and it's fucking weird, dude. It's super weird. It was weird even before the conspiracy theory came out. But now, oh yeah, here we go. I don't know how loud this is going to be. Claims that the show was inspired by events in a Bulgarian mental facility called La La Land. Psychotic children were purportedly isolated in dark rooms and apparently four children who died on the same day inspired the characters in Teletubbies. Lala's facial disfigurement and five years of isolation inspired Lala. Tuate, a deaf, facially deformed child, was tied to the fence outdoors and frostbitten, inspiring Tinky Winky. Donka, starving and unwell, inspired Dipsy by lying in his vomit for days. Gross. Ultimately, Paulina fell into a fire and was roasted alive, inspiring Poe. So why are they called the Teletubbies? The children's main source of comfort were the television sets in their room. And when they got word that the mental institution was getting rid of them, the children concocted a plan to hide the TVs. The children would rip out their insides to hide the miniature TV sets that were too big to swallow, only to be found dead by the returning caregivers the next morning. Yeah, because you can't just swallow a TV, dude. You can't just fucking... I'm, I'm not just going to go swallow a Samsung because I was, you know, neglected. It's not going to fit. But yeah, apparently... The theory, I probably should have talked about it and then played the video, but we're going to do this backwards. We're going to do it Quentin Tarantino style. Horrific of uh, the Teletubbies uh, was inspired, allegedly, by uh, horrific events that occurred in a Bulgarian mental facility. Four psychotic children reportedly died in the facility, and their deaths provided in the basis provided the basis for the main characters. And then they talk about each each kid that inspired each of the four characters. And then it talks about, we, t we like watched a video about the baby and the son. And there's like some, something to do with that too. Um, like, let's look Teletubbies theory, son, baby. So, theory one is that the baby sun is actually a demon. At the beginning of each episode, a sun rises, at the, and at the center of that sun is a baby's face. Some claim to see a demonic visage take, take over the baby's face as it expands, just for a second, right before it explodes, thus sending subliminal horrific images to children everywhere. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah, this is probably to somebody who did way too much fucking LSD. In the 80s. And they're like, the sun's a fucking demon, dude. I mean, it might be. I have no idea. Then there was a theory about, like, the Teletubbies are hypnotizing your kids to, like, join a cult. That one's my favorite because it's so insane. That's my favorite conspiracy theories are the ones that don't, like, kind of make sense. Because once they start to make sense, it's freaky. But once we get into, like, the flat earthers and shit, I and, like, the Teletubbies are hypnotizing your children, the, the, the more insane the conspiracy theory is, the more I'm all in. Because it's fun. I don't agree with 99% of them, the outlandish ones, like the earth is flat, because I've, hey, I've flown in, air, in, in an airplane. I understand that it's not. But these are fucking wild. Then there was a, a theory about how there's, the Teletubbies are somehow connected to Harry Potter in some weird way. 
Yeah, and then there's a theory that they're all like giants and they're all like 10 feet tall or whatever. I don't know. It's pretty fucking wild, dude. Um, there should probably be, I feel like there's going to, I feel like because this got big on social media, I feel like in the next year or two, they're probably going to come out with some kind of a Netflix documentary um, about it. And I can't wait. It's going to be great. I fucking cannot wait to hear how insane we all are. Um, there was a new murder documentary on Netflix that I wanted to check out. It popped up. I feel like it always pops up, right? I feel like every time you log into Netflix, maybe it's just me, but I feel like every time you log into Netflix, it's just some other person getting murdered. It's like, hey, this person murdered his wife and kids and then stuffed his dog with Cheeto puffs and then lit him on fire and that's that inspired Poe. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they've got, they got some wild shit out there and I don't know why we watch it. I don't know if it's because we want to, like, prepare in case, you know, your wife, girlfriend, husband, whoever the fuck is going to pull some shit. So it's like a little bit of, you know, research for what could, you know, potentially happen. But that's got its own problems. And then it might just be because your life is going good. You want to see people's lives shred, you know, just completely shredded. And it makes you happy because you have some shit that you haven't worked out in therapy yet. It could be that. But then I was thinking in a weird way, I feel like this is a hot take, I guess, but I feel like they're in a weird way. I feel like we're like breeding more serial killers or like psychos, you know, because we talk about it a lot, like the school shooting thing. Like, obviously, it's all fucking terrible. Let me just go ahead and say that with all it should be obvious, but it's to the year 2023. So anything you say is fucking, you know, all of a sudden a legal fucking document. So. Um, but I feel like, cause I feel like we didn't really have school shootings until like Columbine, right? Like when was the first, the first school shooting? Not that we want, you know what? No, we're not going to talk about that. That's fucked up. We're not going to go from dark, demented Teletubbies theories to school shootings. But my point is that I feel like once we start like glorifying the shit, then it gets to a point where it's. One, it just be getting numb to it because we're like, oh, yeah, who's who who got killed this week or whatever. And you just watch five hours of it and then you in bed before you go to bed. So then you're then you're like, well, I, I don't sleep very well. Well, yeah, because you're watching Psycho McPsyche Sin fucking <laughs> killing his wife and kids right before you're about to drop into REM sleep. Like, of, of course, there's of course, there's going to be repercussions of that shit. But I feel like I, w- I wonder what would happen if we just didn't talk about any of it like you kind of have to let people know right for like safety and like awareness but I wonder if we just dropped like if we just mentioned it and then we didn't like spend two weeks just diving in on every little thing on you know line and news and things like that I wonder if this like statistics would drop or maybe I'm just really high and I'm two Michelob Ultras deep and I'm just I'm trying to be optimistic maybe that's what it is Dude, I'm seeing Dave Chappelle on Saturday. I'm fucking pumped. I was supposed to go see him. Uh, I think we got tickets like back in 2019 or 2020, early 2020. Got canceled because of COVID. And then they got rescheduled to 2021, I think, like the fall of 2021. Couldn't go to that. And then 2022, it happened. It was they refunded the tickets. And then he also announced the Hollywood Bowl whenever he got, like, rushed on stage. Was that 2022? Dave Chappelle 
stage rush. Yeah, 2022. Um, and we didn't go to that one, obviously. And so we just got our, our fucking money back and that was it. But then I saw that he was playing at Moody on Friday and Saturday. And yeah, we got fucking tickets, dude. So I'm stoked. I'm going to be seeing them. First time ever. One of my favorite comics. Um, very, very excited. And the cool part is, too, is they lock your phones up. So you don't have to fuck. You, can't, you actually have to talk to people, which is great <laughs> because most people don't. Most people just walk into a, a venue that costs, you know, tens or hundreds of millions of dollars and they're going to go see their favorite comedian, but they're just on their phone looking at fucking other people's life. But hey, that's our generation, huh? Actually, no, it's not. I see a lot more older people, like people in their 60s and 70s on their fucking phones more than us kids in our 30s, us adults in our 30s. I think it's because we grew up with it, so we know like what it can like we know what we know what it is. But people that are a little bit older than us, like our parents' age, didn't grow up with it, so they feel like they have to do ketchup, ketchup and mustard, and so they feel like they need to be on it more to try to like f- figure it out or something. I don't know. It's a weird thing, but I have noticed definitely kids are on their phone. All, everyone's on their phone. Kids, adults, fucking. Everybody, everyone's on it. It's insane. Although I have noticed that less people in, since I've been out here in Texas are on their phones more than like LA, Ventura County, all that stuff. Santa Barbara, especially Santa Barbara. Bro, you could just walk around Santa Barbara State Street butt naked for like two blocks and nobody would even know because everyone's just staring down at their phone. It's absolutely insane. Dude, State Street is a fucking nightmare from what I've heard. I've been, I I I went there before I moved and like down by like where the that like Habit Burger is and I think there's like a van store and a Payless or some shit. It's like every other spot is vacant. It's wild. Super wild cuz when I was working in Santa Barbara in like 2012, 2011, 2013, something like that, it was packed. So 10 years it it just went from popping off to goddamn The Last of Us. So, yeah. Time Machine. Function. Three, two, one. This is Dicks of the Past. Beer number two. I lied. I actually only had one Michelob. Oh, that was a terrible pour. Oh, my God. That was like 80, 80% of the cup is foam. That's cool. We're just going to let that one sit. Nobody's perfect. We'll figure it out. July 14th, 1996. How do you want it by Tupac was out. Dude, we were already off to a good start. Killing Me Softly by Fuji's was number one. Whoa. Both of them back to back. The Frighteners by Peter Jackson was one of the most viewed movies in 96. I don't think I've heard of it. The Frighteners. Oh, yes. The Frighteners. Oh, no, I haven't seen this. Yes, I have. Michael J. Fox. Peter Jackson did that word. Damn, good, good for Peter Jackson. He went from the Frighteners to fucking Lord of the Rings. King Kong. Lovely Bones. What else did he do? He's, what all has Peter Jackson done? 
Look at all these awards he won. Good for him. Okay. Director. Um, bad Taste, Meet the Feebles, Brain Dead, Heavenly Creatures, The Frighteners. Frighteners was 96, and then 01 was the first Order of the Rings. 02, 03 is when they closed it out. Then King Kong in 05, Lovely Bones in 09. Then he launched the Hobbit series from 2012 to 2014. How much is Peter Jackson worth? Not that it matters, but it kind of matters. Peter Jackson net worth. What are we going to guess? I'm going to say $230 million. Oh my God, I was way off. $1.5 billion. I should have thought because of like the Lord of the Rings shit. That was, he probably made $230 million just between like one of the Lord of the Rings. He's worth one point. He's probably a billionaire. Good for him. Peter, fucking Peter Jackson, fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Um, if you were playing video games, you were playing Die Hard Arcade. I think I actually know what this game. Oh, no, I don't. Yes, I do. They had this on like Sega, too. Yeah, Sega Saturn. My cousin Colin had this. We played this shit. I think he had it. I'm pretty sure. It looks familiar. Somebody fucking had it. Um, Yeah. Pretty decent dicks of the past. You got Tupac, Fuji's, Peter Jackson. A little diehard. Uh, moving on to sports, baseball, um, home run derby, all-star game, all that stuff just went by. I watched part of the home run derby. I didn't I don't even know who fucking won it. I'm, I'm so checked out of baseball this year. I don't know if it's because I'm not in California anymore or if it's the time difference because games don't start till 9-10 out here, but... I'm just not into it yet. I don't know. If I, like, we got 54 days till football comes back. Who's counting? 55 days. Hard Knocks is going to be on the Jets, so that'll be cool. Um, NBA, not really much going on. The SBs and shit were all last night or two nights ago. UFC, great card. I don't think we talked about that. No, we didn't because that was last week. Uh, the Dreykus, uh Duplessis, and the Robert Whitaker fight was fucking amazing. Um, looks like Dreykus is going to be fighting um, Izzy next, probably sometime into the year or beginning of the uh, 2024. 2024, Jesus. Uh, Dan Hooker fight looked great. The Brendan Moreno and the Patoja fight was great. I know last week I just said, I don't even know who this Patoja guy is, but he's fighting Brandon Moreno, so he must be good. Yeah, well, now he's the fucking champion and potentially has the fight of the year candidate for 2023. Holy shit. That fight was insane. They were just beating the living piss out of each other. I do think it's kind of odd that Pantoja won just because I've... I'm kind of coming around, but I, I'm still of the notion of like, you got to, in order to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. And I feel like he definitely had some great rounds, but I don't know if he like beat Brandon Moreno. I think if anything, maybe it was a split. I don't know, a tie or maybe Brandon Moreno even had more points. I don't know. I don't even I haven't even looked at the stats. What are the stats? Let's see. Brandon Moreno. Alexander Pantoja. Okay. Moreno had uh, 160 or no 147 significant strikes. Pantoja had 129. Pantoja had six takedowns against Brandon Moreno's two. Um, had a knockdown for Pantoja, and he had around the same as total strikes. So the only thing that he really got beat on were the significant strikes at 147. But it's up against his 129, so it's not like he really. I don't know. I don't know. They're probably going to have to run it back, I'm guessing. But they've already fought like two or three times. So I don't know if they're, I don't know if that's like a one and done kind of a thing. 
don't know. I low-key want to see Brandon Moreno and Davidson Figueredo 5 because that fight was nuts. Or I want to see this again. Brandon Moreno's fights are fucking fantastic. Every single one. They're great. He just keeps getting better and better. It's amazing. Um, and then we got the Volkanovski and the Yair Rodriguez fight. Volkanovski pretty much dominated that fight from the get-go. Um, it was a great, it was a, you know, a good fight. But the problem is when you come off, when the last three fights before it are all amazing, and then the main event isn't, like, it's just, that's what it was. If you didn't have all those great fights and then you had the Volkanovski fight, we probably would have had a whole different, like, perspective on it. But because everything under it was amazing, it just didn't, I don't know. It didn't make our balls really tingle. But it was still great. So I don't know what he's going to do next. I don't know what Volk's going to do next. I'm guessing he's probably going to want to fight Islam Makachev at 155 again, run that back, and see if he can actually stop Islam. I thought he did very well against um, Islam Makachev when they fought last. I could even say maybe Volk even maybe won that fight. Um, which would have been wild because if they fight again, I mean, Islam hasn't fought in a little bit, but Volk looked amazing. So I'd be very, that'd be a very fun rematch. But um, album of the week, I went with Igor from Tyler, the creator it came out in 2019, I think 2018. When did Igor come out? I think it's 2019. Igor 2019. Yeah. Great album. Um yeah, it's fucking, it's very, very good. So check it out. Um, next week, I'm going to try to have an episode out. Um, if I record early before I move, I'm hoping to get everything all set up beforehand. But um, if not, and you don't see anything, then that is why. But I will try to get one out next week. Um, other than that, I think we're good. So with that being said, you guys be safe. You guys be good humans. I'll talk to you motherfuckers next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>